right now, the way I kind of look at this thing is Kings Barnes, the leader in the clubhouse for Pletcher, right? He's done. He's, he's, he's going to the Derby next. He's the leader. Forte's out on like the 15th hole, and he's got a four-shot lead on Kings Barnes, so he just doesn't need to make a triple on 18 or make a triple in the Florida <laughs> Derby, right? Yeah. And then you got Tapa Trice out there, and he's only about five behind, but he's got nine holes left to play. And he's got a ton of talent, and he just had a good front nine. And if he can pair up a back nine like that, he may make a late run. There were these two racing dudes named Aaron and Jared Who had advice on racing and they wanted to share it Started a website where players go to see all their picks The goal was make the fans some money and to cut down the risk They put the plan into motion and at first it seemed silly Make a website where the expert picks are freer than Willie From a racetrack veteran to just a beginner There's one place that you want to go to find you a winner As a matter of fact, I want to hit the exacta There's only one site that you'll keep coming back to So next time that the horses all line up at the post Make sure you use the website that'll win you the most whether churchill oakland goldstream parks and Matoga, and all tracks in between there's only one side to go to when it comes to your racing needs and all of your bets plus it's got a catchy name that no one ever forgets racingdudes.com for all of your needs racingdudes.com for all of your leads racingdudes.com for all of your bets racingdudes.com as good as it gets racingdudes.com for all of your needs racingdudes.com for all of your leads racingdudes.com for all of your bets racingdudes.com as good as it gets what is up i'm your buddies aaron hallsman it is thursday march 30th the last thursday of march and this speakers off what's up man what's up i'm in a new location uh, i've been moving around I had to had to get closer to the router jared you know we just have to kind of get closer and and not lose connection for the show that's my goal so far so good we're we're 30 seconds in so we're good well, if things go south for you, I'll just get my co-host over here and we'll take over. So don't worry about it. You you would be better suited than Papa Dude who had to kind of like fill in the gaps for a second while I <laughs> get away. So how, how was Papa Dude? He's good. He's good. He's doing good. Uh, he had a rant about baseball earlier today. But other than that, he's doing pretty good. And listen, I, I meant to open the show with asking you, what's it like being a racist? <laughs> i really didn't think you'd ask me that uh, <laughs> uh well apparently i hate the japanese um i i, I what it feels the same ways it felt yesterday i don't know i i i, I somehow i i guess i uh have a deep-seated hatred for um japan it, it's it's really crazy you know, the YouTube commenters, and God bless all of them uh, for commenting. I think it hel- only helps when they comment. But some of the things people say to you when you disagree with, get this, a horse that they might like. Yes, a horse. Not a political statement. You know, not not anything important. A horse. Then you get called a racist, a loser, a POS, a, I don't know, he called you like four or five different things. And, and I almost wrote him back and I said, you guys disagree about a racehorse. <laughs> and, and to be fair, in, in Magic's words, I wish you would have been more mean because <laughs> I would like, I thought that video was a very, like, I don't think that he's going to win. We're talking, by the way, we're talking about go, go watch the Derma Sotagaki video uh, mm-hmm. on our YouTube channel, Racing Dudes YouTube channel to search that. You search that horse's name in, uh, in YouTube and you're going to, you're going to find the video. Um, blowing up blowing up and all i said i I don't think 
I don't think he's going to win the Kentucky Derby, and here's why. And I feel like I laid it out very straightforward. And, and I, by the way, I said, like, I think Japan's going to win one in the next five or six years. Yeah. I never, like, and then his response was, I was racist against Japan and, and the right. Japanese, and I don't ever hate. But I was like, my first thought was, does he not ever see the <laughs> – your horse can't win the Kentucky Derby list because he would really hate that one. It's, it's incredible when you see some of these comments and you know, some of them are just like, Oh, you may, you may hate your words on that one. Hey, that's a nice comment, you know, like, or, Hey, I, I, I strongly disagree, but we'll see, you know, those are nice, but yeah, evidently you are racist against Japan here. I'm going to read some of the stuff he said. You are racist against uh, uh, the Japanese. Just read the whole. Just read the whole. The exact comment. It's impossible to read this. <laughs> First of all, the guy's name is Orgal. Could be a gal. Uh, the person's name is shared belief. They spelled belief incorrectly, so that that was a problem. Solid. Yeah. It's a lot of rants. A lot of capital letters. You're you're racist against the Japanese. You're effing disgusting um the fans that, that support you should help hold you accountable for this opinion on a racehorse from the uae derby um let's see uh borderline racism again even if you're not a racist you are clearly racist towards this horse um let's see you're a below average handicapper i i tend to agree with that one um and you are a clown you are a p-o-s and all you talk is crap so um yeah I, it's it's nice to do the show with you today well it's uh you know one thing you learn real quick when you you start i you know quote unquote a public figure uh, at least in horse racing is you just you can't you just got to move on you can't look at the comments can't even take them to heart because uh it's a it, the internet's full of mean people really really bad people it feels like and just who you miss a bet or you miss a, a, a the guide's bet or, you know, you, whatever it is, it's like they just instantly hate you and um, very emotional game. But yeah, I like, I feel like from a scale of one to 10, like 10 being the like super mean, I hate this horse. Like I, that video was like a four, like I, I yeah. could do much worse. Right. And to be clear, we're not upset about it. I brought it up because I thought it was hilarious. I have been laughing about this. I'm giving it attention because I think it's hilarious, not because I'm upset or angry at the person. Uh, it's just like, oh my gosh, like, guy, just you gotta, you gotta maybe get off the internet, get off the yeah. internet, get off your computers, go do something. Well, like, I, I told Magic, by the way, I'm not talking. Definitely not talking about you, Truth Exposed. I we no. understand our relationship. Yeah. It's it, you know, like it's fine. Um, and by the way, I think that was Magic commenting to you not me this time around but um no like i mean what do you like i i may i feel like i made a case is yeah. that's horse racing right you're either right or you're wrong and and uh in fact during my research i kind of started to like the horse a little bit and so i'm like i was very i feel like i was very uh fair with the horse gave i think it by the way i saw it somewhere uae derby winners oh for 18 oh mm -hmm. uae derby runners i should say i'm sorry are 0 for 18 in the Kentucky Derby. Japanese runners, 0 for 4. Um, those are just some of the kind of highlights of the video. Make sure you go watch that video if you want um, just kind of I lay out the stats, the details. And then, I, you know, I obviously think that we're going to see one sooner than rather than later. But uh, apparently, I don't even shared belief. I mean, I told Magic, I said, listen, 
because he's the one that told me he's like dude you need to do because you know i'm the i'm the dude of the of the group that's known like i if, if there's a hot topic i'll talk about it right right and uh he's like you need to do one on that horse i'm like all right and then he's like, oh, you should have been more mean. I was like, dude, if this horse wins the Kentucky Derby, all emails are going directed to you. Like when they hated on me, like I'm just sending them to you because you told me to do it. And you want me to be mean about a horse that I kind of like now. So just just chill. Well, YouTube, you, you kind of know by now, if you've been in YouTube a while, what people are interested in watching and what people kind of want to watch. And it was like the tap a trice video you did. You knew that could get people fired up because he's a he's a polarizing horse. You either love him or you hate him, and it's the same. Well, maybe hate's not a, kind of a strong word. You hate him for the Derby, let's say. And with this horse from Japan, it's the same thing. It's yeah, the UAE Derby and all this stuff, and they haven't run very well. But Japan's winning a lot of races, so it's very polarizing. So it's a no brainer to do a video. But uh, it's just it's just really funny, you know. Like I said, a lot of the comments are great and, and, and truth exposed commenting and kind of bringing facts, you know, her thoughts and facts into it. And then, and then you get the, well, Jared's a racist clearly. So. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And Curtis, you're totally right. That's kind of the point I make on the, it's like, I think the issue with it, we'll, we'll kind of segue this now into the, what we saw last weekend. But I think the, the bigger issue is I do think like the Japanese horses are on an even playing field now with oh, yeah. the exact, like we are seeing that right. Winning, winning all over the globe, winning breeders cup races, winning, you know, the uh, Dubai World Cup, of course, finished one, one through four in the UA Derby. Like, the, it used to be like, well, they can't compete just because they're not bred well enough. They're not, they're not folk, you know, we we dominate dirt racing. It's not the case anymore. No. I think the bigger issue is the path to get to the Derby. You know, you, you get to that Derby gate, there's 19 other horses. It's a whole other ball game. Lots can go wrong. Um, and we've seen that time and time again with horses that, aren't really is used to it. I think what you need to see is start, start seeing these horses come over here. We see, we're going to have one, what is it? Mandarin hero or something like mm -hmm. that in the uh, Santanita Derby, probably like their seahorse or so. If you, if you want to quantify it that way in Japanese horses, um, we need to see some of these good ones come over earlier and start training over here. And I think that's when you're going to see it. Yeah. And I, I told you Saturday, I said, make that one at your own risk. Talk about that video, make that video <laughs> at your own risk because they're winning all these international races sure, and, yeah. and it's going to happen. I don't know if it's going to be this horse. We'll see as we get a little bit closer. I'm not worried about it quite yet, but it is going to happen because they've caught, they, well, they haven't just caught up. They passed us by and they passed everybody by. You just look at these big days and they're winning like crazy. They came over here. They didn't have a lot of luck last year at the Breeders' Cup two years ago, had some winners. So, it's going to happen. Um, we'll see. We'll see if it's a derby. And hopefully it is. And that way that video can come full circle for you, Jared. <laughs> no. There, you know. I, I know you. I know really every, Magic's probably dying. He's like hoping this horse wins. Just oh, to yeah. see. I, I mean, if any, I'm, I do everything for the views, Halterman. And that will get us views, okay? Yeah. yeah. So if I, if I have to take one for the team, I will. Um, all right. So obviously we talked about this horse uh, in depth. Um, Kings Barnes is like kind of the main winner of the weekend in terms of winning the Louisiana Derby. A lot of, he's not, certainly not as hot topic as that horse, but you know, you are, I feel like we're seeing a lot of one way or another with him after that ever, because he walked on the lead. No one challenged him. This pace was so slow and just kind of cruised around there. How do you look at him moving forward? You know, it, it, he's a tricky one. And I kind of, you and I were texting about it after the race, like, he's an issue for the Derby because we're not going to see him again. 
and you really don't know. I feel like we didn't learn a lot about him. I feel like we learned that he's good. Like he, he got to be good enough to do what he did. Right. But can he handle pace pressure? Can he come off of it and, you know, and do it and do it impressively, but he's going to have to do it in the Derby. Like I just don't know that we learned a ton from it. Yeah, it was weird. I, I thought he would face a little bit more pace, pace pressure than he did in the Louisiana Derby. Not a ton, but I thought there'd be a couple of horses. I thought Jace's road would for sure go out there kind of, impress him and he didn't he didn't go with him and he really walked the dog on the front end and that was it the trip will be very different uh in the derby for sure but it's good news if you like king's barns he he's one that has won from off of it before you know in the tampa bay uh allowance race he was not on the lead and you know he was able to rally and win it wasn't that great of a field but still he was able to rally and win he doesn't look to me like a type that's going to be headstrong to get the lead so he showed a lot. I thought he was really good. He stepped up and ran really, really well. Uh, I got to give him a ton of credit. He was a horse I didn't want any part of at that price. I, I man enough to admit I was wrong for sure. Um, the way he ran, he could have been six to five and it would have been a, a great bet because he absolutely at no point did it look like he was going to lose the race. So I got to give him a ton of credit. And like I said, you, you don't, want to take hey i hated him in louisiana so now i can't do anything with him in the derby you got another data point you can look at it you can reevaluate it's kind of going to be the theme of my pick in the arkansas derby a little bit later today I and mean, you can't be just you know hard-headed about it you got to admit when you were wrong i was definitely wrong i didn't think you'd run that well i had i i why can't he go do that in kentucky and at least be up there with a shot to to, to hit the board right yeah and obviously we're starting to say not starting to it's happening i mean you got forte running this weekend of course king's barn last weekend tab tries the following weekend uh the the horses are just piling up for todd pletcher as he runs all these horses um it sounds like he might have one in, in the wood um that could get some points like he might legitimately have five or six horses in the kentucky derby and i mean We've seen that before where he's got a bunch in the race, but typically it's like they're not super exciting. To But in this kind of sense, besides, I'll just talk about those three. You've got Kingsbarn, who seemingly might be closer to the lead, Forte, who's going to be off of it, and then you got Tava Trice all the way. You know, Well, we'll see what he does in the bluegrass, but off of it, way off of it. So he definitely has three seemingly legit shots and three horses that seem to be getting better. That's what's key too. That seemed to be getting better as, you know, Forte's obviously, but he is like the way he's progressing this horse in his three-year-old season. Um, seemed to be getting better, you know, for that first Saturday of May, which we've seen before with him. Right now, the way I kind of look at this thing is Kings Barnes, the leader in the clubhouse for Pletcher, right? He's done. He's, he's, he's going to the Derby next. He's the leader. Forte's out on like the 15th hole and he's got a four shot lead on Kings Barnes. So he just doesn't need to make a triple on 18 or make a triple in the Florida <laughs> Derby. Right. Yeah. And then you got Tappa Trice out there and he's only about five behind, but he's got nine holes left to play and he's got a ton of talent and he just had a good front nine. And if he can pair up a back nine like that, he may make a late run at this thing. That's how I look at the three Fletchers <laughs> right now. Whether yep. that's wrong or stupid or whatever, that's that's just how I look at it. Because the bottom line is, only one of them has completed their last prep. They passed it with flying colors. So we know he's there. We yeah. know he's in the derby. We know he's in the lead as far as how that goes, as far as the horses that have made their last finishes or last races. But you got two big monsters out there waiting to go. So all we can do is next week 
judge what Forte did in the Florida Derby as we sit here next week on the show and, and go from there. Yeah, Tabit Trice is like the horse, or oh, we'll go up. This, the guy that can, you know, he can shoot like 12 under and around. He can also blow up and shoot an 80. You know, like you don't know what he's really going to do yet. Um, but I think when you look at all, like that's the way I ranked him. I, well, right now I put Forte on my rankings. I put, four, I mean, Forte stayed number one. Then, you know, obviously Kings Barnes I put, and then Tabit Trice. I still think that Tabit Trice might be and I, I very i say that very cautiously might be the best of the three but i just don't know that you know what i mean like i don't know if you feel that way too but it's like I, there's still so like i just he's got to show a different dimension he can't do what he's been doing but when he does that running in these races he looks so impressive and if he can kind of figure it all out he might be the most impressive horse that's coming into the race at the best time um but Forte also feels like the epicenter of this year where he's going to go and he, you know, he's going to give you the effort. So you're gonna have to beat him. If he wins the Florida Derby, like, you know, we, we may or may not project stay tuned to the show, but if he does, you would have to think he's the horse that will say, well, he checks all the boxes, right? He, he, all the Derby boxes, he checks. And sometimes those horses win and sometimes those horses are epicenter and they get beat, you know, <laughs> that's just, that's just plain and simple. That's not a knock on epicenter. That's just the latest one that sometimes you check all the boxes and you run a race that should win and you get beat because it's the Derby. Forte feels like that horse right now. Again, he's got, he got a little more to go. And as far as Tapa Trice, he could shank it out of bounds or he could <laughs> hit a drive 350 and, and, and be, you know, hit, hitting a wedge into a par five. I mean, that's, that's, that's the, long and short of him right that's what he's all about right now that's what he's been about all year we'll just see i mean the bluegrass it won't be a stiff test but it'll be a much tougher race than the tampa bay derby and you've said it many times and uh yeah you could not be more right like he's one of those horses is particularly that so glad we get to see one more time because if we didn't there'd be a lot more question marks going into that Derby, just like we have maybe with Kings Barnes uh, a bit. Yeah. Yep. Forte, I'm with you. We'll talk more about Forte um, real quickly before we Kings Bar or uh, Kings Barnes uh, two two fills. I wanted to bring this horse up because you, my friend uh, went and ranked this horse in the top five after that effort uh, in the, uh, at Turfway how do you rank him top five after that? Oh, I thought he was far and away the most impressive prep we've had since Forte and practical move. I, I, I thought the race at, at, at Turfway was just fantastic. And you pair that up with the races that he's run on the dirt. He just kind of feels like a horse that's going to get a kind of a mid pack stocking trip, make first run, get the lead, probably going to get past late, but I think this horse is a lock to use in that second and third spot underneath. And listen, if he can repeat that effort out on the dirt, that's one of the best races I've seen. Listen, he was going head to head there at the top of the stretch with major dude. He dusted major dude. Like he was a claimer. Oh, by the way, major dude finishes well ahead of the third place horse for second. I know it's synthetic, but I've seen him on the dirt too. And he hasn't been bad. I, I think he definitely deserves to be up there in the top five. It was a no brainer for me. His, his issue for me is going to be he's going to be too well we'll see i guess uh we'll see what his odds are but like i also am worried that 
I with you, like we talked a lot about it last week, like his dirt races were good. And we're like, well, if he could do synthetic, then he's, he's probably the class of this field. Right. And he showed it. Now, did he get propelled? Was it a matter of him just getting better or was it a matter of uh, the, the synthetic benefit him more and he goes back to dirt and he will be a little slower and this won't be quite as good. That's, that's the question mark, but I agree like visually and the number came back super strong. Like all the numbers, um, showed that it was a legit performance. And, you know, this is a horse, obviously, that's been – it was a really smart move by the ownership to to make that decision to kind of go around the Louisiana Derby and find a softer spot, and, man, it worked out well. I, I think the biggest thing, you know, Larry Avelli is really, really good with synthetic horses. Uh, he used to, when Arlington was still around, would dominate up there. So – it could just be that this horse is a monster on synthetic, but I, I kind of, I'll throw this up here. Cause I kind of agree with Curtis a little bit. We know he shows up on the dirt. Like he hasn't been awful on it. And he's kind of like red route one, except he wins sometimes. And he sits a lot closer, mm-hmm. you know, that's the big key with him. He's going to get the trip. Now he may turn for home and, and, and he may fall apart, but I really think this horse is pretty darn good. And I thought he took a big step forward. I didn't hate him anyway. Um, if he would have been in Louisiana Derby, I would, probably would have had him, you know, second, third, somewhere around in there. So I, I don't know. I just think he's he's pretty darn good. And listen, we've seen that <laughs> that Jeff Ruby stakes or spiral when it used to be the spiral. They don't do bad coming out of that race. They really don't. Uh, last year had the winner. Animal Kingdom won from there. So I think since he does have some proven dirt form, I think he's one you got to rank up there pretty high. What do you do with Major Dude? I haven't. I don't know that I've heard. Are they going to go to the Derby with him? I mean, he got the points. I wouldn't, but they might. They might try it. I mean, they obviously sent him there to try to get into the Derby. Forty points probably will get you in. I wouldn't, but it's the Derby. I bet they try it. I mean that. So there's a there's a Pletcher that shouldn't be in the race. That's going to be in the race. So there, you know, all of a sudden there, there's what is that? Forte, Tapatrice, Kings Barnes, Major Dude. And then maybe like a classic catch if he was to do something at the, the Wood Memorial. Yeah. I mean, and that's all another, another, and like he's going to get him in. Like, and that's kind of his, that's his MO, right? Like, Pletcher can get horses into the Derby. Now, yeah. can he win with them? Well, that's, that's another thing, but 40 points, I think, will be enough. Yeah, it would. Uh, they're giving away more points this year. So it'll be interesting what the cutoff line will be. Uh, but you know, look, I, I think with Pletcher, there's only three you really need to worry about and whoever else goes or gets in. I don't think that's going to be a factor. Yeah. He may not be going. I don't know. Um, Dennis said he just heard he wasn't going, but mm-hmm. be smart. I mean, I think he's probably a turf horse, but, uh, yeah, <laughs> look at this. Yeah. He looks, you yeah. look healthy back there, buddy. Yeah. Yep, he's being good. You want leftover tacos? Okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, that sounds sounds perfect, doesn't it? Yeah, um, that sounds good. I, I am I am curious. Like Curtis, he could finish up the blue. Uh, I'm talking. I think you're talking about Tabitha Trice. He could finish up the track in the bluegrass. But what are your reasonings behind that? Because to me, I don't see a horse like he may not win, but he's a horse that is. Dis, there's no distance limitations. We've seen that whether they go fast or slow up front, like he's going to come running. Him, he seems like a horse that's going to, 
you know, he's going to bring it and up the track. I mean, he's simply going to have to have something happen. I feel like if he's going to do that. Learned a long time ago. I don't worry about the race till they draw it. I'm not going to have any preconceived notion about any horse going to that race. I mean, that's just how it is. It, I, I'm not worried about it. When they draw, I'll, I'll, I'll let you know, but I just, I don't have any kind of thought on him right now. I mean, it just depends on who shows up. They said that no, yeah, major dude's not going. So probably a smart idea. Um, but you know, it's one of those things I feel like too, like if you had, if he was your only shot, you're probably going. Yeah. But when you've got a bunch of the other, other ones in the race, um, you're probably going to bypass it. All right, guys, let's get to it. We've got a big show today. Four races. We're going to talk about two Kentucky Derby preps, two Kentucky Oak preps. Uh, we're going to go to Gulfstream. We're going to go to Oakland, the million dollar Florida Derby, the $1.25 million Arkansas Derby, the 250K Gulfstream Park Oaks, and the 600,000 Fantasy Stakes. Let's go. Yeah, I mean, Curtis says he breaks off while he has to run outside of horses. Keelan track isn't conducive to deep closers usually. Well, neither is Tampa. So, that I mean, to me, he's... I get it. Like he he can't do that. Those those are all really good reasons why he's not going to win the Kentucky Derby, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, the Bluegrass, he's going to have to show that he can do. I still think he could win the Bluegrass despite some of those issues, just because I don't know how great this race is going to come out. But I, if he does win that same way, let's put it this way: if he does win that way, like he did in Tampa. I'm going to be like, wow, I'm glad, I'm glad I got, you know, he won, but I, I can't pick him to win the Derby because he's going to have, he's going to run into trouble in the Derby. It's just going to happen. They might get him out of the gate, sit him in fifth, and then he blasts him too. That's why, like I said, I just I don't have any, I'm not going to have any preconceived thoughts on him until I see it. You know, I, I keep thinking they're going to send him a little harder. You know, they're going to, they're learning how to ride him. So we'll see. Yeah, if <laughs> Curtis, have you seen my video? Yeah, on Tap It Tries. Go watch it and then get back to it. That's exactly what I said. I even compared to Tap It. Um, hey, one thing, whether you love him or hate him, the good news is Luis Saez is probably going to be on top of him, right? In the Derby, because that mount now means a lot more than Instant Coffee got beat like that. Yeah. So he might have his top jockey if he if he runs well in the bluegrass. Obviously, if he doesn't run well, then maybe not. I will, Shoddy. I will. I will. You'll hear it here first. I will accept this offer. There you if go. Dermo, Derma, Sutagaki wins the Kentucky Derby, I will shave my beard on live. I don't know. But it won't be right after, probably. But at some point, the week after or something, we will do a live sh- shaving. Live shaving. <laughs> That's, people pay for that, you know? My beard. Come on. Let's go. <laughs> they got something they got something to root for shoddy um all right <clears throat> don't look at me that was not my idea <laughs> okay <laughs> accepting the offer i'm not afraid make it interesting i'm fine with the with the bed can we make can we make part of the deal shoddy that halterman has to be has to shave it no <laughs> we can't <laughs> I think we should. I don't think so. And they're off in the Florida Derby. Saturday, Gulfstream Park, race 14, the Curlin Florida Derby. 
Uh, grade one, it's going to go off at 6.40 p.m. Eastern time. Million-dollar race for three-year-olds going one and one-eighth miles. Of course, this is the highlight derby prep race at Gulfstream Park this season. 140, 30, 20, 10. This is it, folks. We are in the final stretch here of derby preps, whether it be Gulfstream, whether it be Arkansas, whether it be at Keeneland, whether it be at Aqueduct. We're all these races. Like, we're going to start seeing Santanita. They're all happening these next couple weeks. And we're going to kick things off here with the leader in the clubhouse, at least in my in my eyes, Forte, uh, sitting here at four to five on the morning line. Obviously, he's you know, the two-year-old champion. He came back, looked amazing in the Fountain of Youth off the layoff. Draws outside, Halterman. I guess if you're look like if you are just simply not a chalk player, you're just not no matter what, you're not gonna play him. You have an excuse to try to beat him, I guess. Draw, you know, drawing outside is especially going to mile and eight, the Goldstream park is really hard to win it. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. If you got another horse that you like a little bit, you do kind of have that hope of he'll have, uh, you know, the big favorite will have a, fo- a poor trip and it'll just be tough for him to win, but I'm kind of skeptical. That's going to happen. I think he might get hung wide on the first turn, but really, even if he gets hung a little wide on both turns, is it, is it really going to make that much of a difference against this group? You know, that's where I'm at. There's just nobody to get real excited about here. A lot of filler in this race. Mm. You know, a horse like Fort Bragg comes in and he's the second choice. And I don't hate Fort Bragg at all, but man, you'd think there'd be somebody else in the Florida Derby that would take more money than him, but there's probably not. You know, Cyclone Mischief, a horse we really haven't liked, ran better last time, but still, if he wasn't going to win then, when is he ever going to? I couldn't go against him. And, you know, when he drew the 11, I saw the tweets. I was like, well, let's see if there's somebody in here now. This is interesting. He should win even if he gets a wide trip. I've got to go with him. I, I think Forte gets it done. The 11 hole is interesting. We'll get to see, hey, can he overcome, you know, a tough trip and be, you know, a semi-weak field? Maybe. Um, you know, so we'll get to kind of see if he gets a rough trip, what does he look like? But end of the day, I think he wins. Yeah, I think uh, wasn't it was it I may have uh, missed or misremembered, but wasn't it Gargan that kind of came out publicly and like kind of criticized the some of the horses that were in this race? Does that did that make that yeah. up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you know about being like I can't believe basically some of these horses are in this race. Like these trainers, basically, you know, it's like what a joke. Um, and there's a few. I mean, Safi's got four, and honestly, like one maybe belongs. You know, maybe. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, it definitely feels like filler. You are drawing outside, but I'm like, who cares? Um, honestly, he, there, I, I don't look at this race like, well, you know, if he doesn't win, like he has an excuse. No, he's got, he has to win this race. I, I think the outside post, I think Lyrad will get him in a position, um, get him tucked in. And, and bottom line is he's just better than everyone else in here. Honestly, when I looked at this race, I think one, I mean, other than him, of course, like one, maybe two horses stand out to me enough to where, like, I think this is, you can make some money and you'll, and you know, stay tuned for that in the uh, upcoming betting Bible. We're going to have released uh, tomorrow for the, this card. I think there's an opportunity here because it just feels very top heavy to me. Um, and he, to me is a free single on the top end of an exacta. If you want to go that route, I just think there's only one or two other horses in here. And I honestly am not a big believer in Fort Bragg. I, I think, no, I, I'm not going to be, let's just put it this way. I'm not going to be surprised at all 
at all if Yakteen Yaffer goes over two in these big preps on on Saturday. I totally agree with that comment 100%. We'll talk about another one here in a minute where you're going to maybe go against a big, I don't know if a big favorite, but a favorite. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't love Fort Bragg here. I don't like, I don't like reincarnate all that much in the Arkansas Derby. Uh, you know, not enough to, to play him as a favorite on top, but yeah, I, I agree. It, Forte just looks a lot better than this group. He's more established. I think the only horse that could beat him is the number four mage. And I think, you know, second time facing winners, second time stretching out in distance. Uh, Luis Saez, Delgado, really good combination at Gulfstream. Really didn't have anything go his way last time out in the Fountain of Youth and still ran pretty darn well. If he gets more of his desired trip, maybe he can pull an upset if Forte has a little bit of trouble. So that's kind of the one I'm looking at as the alter alternative there. Uh, I'll bypass some of those shorter prices uh, with WNL and, and Fort Bragg and, and uh, Cyclone Mischief. I'll kind of bypass those and put Mage uh, as the horse that might be able to beat him. And look, he's going to have to get a better trip. He's going to have to get the lead, and, and hopefully they just can't catch him. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. It's not. It's a. It's a factor of at least what we've seen his last couple efforts. Not only is Forte going to have to like, you know, the outside post position going to have to have an effect, but he's going to have to regress somewhat drastically and, and and on top of that have mage or have cyclone or who you know any of these in, increase pretty dramatically as well so they're both gonna have to happen in my opinion in order to get him be a horse like forte i honestly i just you know i would love to have seen like somebody else in here just somebody decent yeah. enough to give him a little bit of a test but you know here's the thing like i think he i'm not going to spoil it but he's not my pick but i think he could very well be my pick in the arkansas derby and that's rocket can and he demolished forte demolished him last out you know what i mean and yep he, you know he demolished cave rock in the uh in the breeders cup he, yep. he demolished red route one and logins and like he just all these horses uh that you know that we kind of like or we do like I just think he's a class above everyone else. And I, and I, I've said it, I feel like I've said it since January and I'm going to keep saying it. Like, I just think this might be that year where no one really comes and stands out. And it's just like Forte is just, he didn't like, he did get better. Don't get me wrong, but it just, he kind of just boom, 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 boom. Like I just am doing my thing. You know what I mean? Like I'm just saw above everybody else. I think that that last uh, comment you made, you know, he did get better and, and he did. Now can he make one more kind of step up, right. Coming into the Derby. And I think this is a good test for that because of the 11 hole. Like if he has a little bit of a rough trip. Is he still going to look like a monster or, or will he kind of come back to him a little bit? And maybe, you know, may, maybe he loses sure, but maybe he wins and it's like, uh Oh, that wasn't that impressive. And then, he draws wide again and somebody draws towards the inside in the derby and you're like, Hey, we can beat them. So I do think from that standpoint, it is kind of important to see, are we progressing or are we going to be right at that 98, hundred buyer range? And that's where we're at, right? Because that's when you can get them beat. But if he progresses and runs an even better race here, you know, that's when it's going to be trouble for the rest of the field. So it is fairly important that, that he continues to progress and, and, and kind of runs a better race than he did last time out. And obviously, if he runs a better race than he did last time out, he's going to win by as much as he wants against this field unless you see some kind of really, like you said, 
jump up free type performance. Yeah, I mean, he he ran a uh, in the juvenile. He ran a hundred buyer, and then he ran a ninety eight that day in the Fountain of Youth. But of course, he never came out of like second gear. Right. So I mean, I agree. Like, I would like to see, especially just more than anything, to kind of get him geared up for the next race, get that back to triple digit because we're seeing like you i think you need that to, in order to be like legit legit into the coin in the derby i think you need to see yep a hundred buyer or so in their final prep going into that race right um yep. so i think you're going to need to see that but i don't i mean the way it, like dude we've seen it it feels like this year this derby trail more than anything more than recently like the pletcher progression man is like on full display like he has got these horses peaking at the right times. And I feel like that's what he's been doing um, with Forte. So, yeah, I just honestly, this is kind of the final audition for me. Like, I just need to see him do what I think he's going to do. And I, unless something crazy happens um, next weekend, you know, something really flashy wins. I just don't know how I can go against Forte in the Derby. Yep. Uh, that's just it. And that's, that's, this is step two and there's three steps to this process. This is the second one. We haven't had any problems so far. Step two. We'll see if he, he, he can do it. I'll tell you. Uh, okay. You gave mage. I'll give another one that, I mean, this isn't a total, I think a horse that is going, I don't know that he can win, but I think he's very interesting because I like the way cycle of mischief looked. He kind of rebounded last time out. I thought he ran a nice race in the fountain of youth. If he can get brave there and uh, and and maybe hold on for a piece of this, I wouldn't be surprised. Seemed like he wants to be closer to the pace than he was, obviously in the Holy Bull. So maybe he's not on the lead, but he's close. I li- I just thought he he kind of brought himself back a little bit to that. Okay, he's pretty decent after that last disaster in the Holy Bull. So I think Cycle Mischief, if you, if you can get anywhere in that eight to one, ten to one range. Um, because I would I would guess, right? Wouldn't May like May just 10 to 1? There's no way you're getting 10 to 1 on him. Like I feel like everybody was betting that horse. I mean, he was down to six under six to one last time. It's it's been some of the worst morning lines ever at Gulfstream all year. So yeah, I agree with what you're saying as well. I think Mage is second or third choice. He may he may be third choice, but yeah, 10 to 1. I don't think you'll get. Yeah. Um Cyclone Mischief, I I don't I still don't really know what to make of him. He definitely ran so much better last time out, but you know, he's also never really been able to put together a couple of races in a row. I, I'm with you. He should run a decent race. I, I would not pick him to win, but mm-hmm. I think he'll show up with a with some sort of effort in this one. I don't think he'll no show it. I think he's interesting. Uh, my point of that is I think he's interesting to key underneath in some spots, whereas Mage yeah. might be overbet to key underneath. He might not be, but I think he might run really well. Um, who would you rather have? Fort Bragg or, and I'm not, let's just call him the 12. Dubinell, is that how you say it? Uh, who? Um, head to head, who are you picking in this race? I would probably take Fort Bragg. Uh, I think I would too. It's close. I don't want either one of them. I I think that's a battle for like fourth. Whoops, fourth, fifth, sixth, something like that. I can forgive the Los Al because that race was just like whatever. But the San Felipe was really bad too. 
for Fort Bragg. I mean, yeah. the number came back strong because it was such a nice effort from practical move and go rocket ride. And Hijazi obviously helped set that thing up, but Fort Bragg really had that thing set up for him and he just didn't run on with it at all. Yeah, for sure. So um, I'm with you. I'm, I'm kind of against Fort Bragg here. Forte is uh, no no doubt about it for us. We're uh, single them, play them, key them, whatever. Forte is going to win the Florida Derby. You know, one thing I'll say about uh, the 12 there, if you don't think Forte can win from the 11, you certainly don't think the 12 can win from the 12. <laughs> yes. And I think I, I, that's a great point. Um, John kind of mentioned that a little bit in his article as well. Like if you want to beat, that's a problem. If you want to, if you're trying to beat Forte, well, the logical contenders are, let's just say Cyclone Mischief, Fort Bragg and Dubinell. And you tell me they're all on the outside. So you think if it's, it's not going to affect them, but it is going to affect Forte. Like I just, I just can't um, I, honestly, Mage, I'm with you the price I'm concerned about, but I think he's going to run dramatically better than he did in the fountain of youth. And I wouldn't be surprised if Forte has to run him down that's, late, late. You know that's what I mean? How I have it in my head. Yeah. Like, I don't necessarily feel like it's going to be close, but I do think like, we're like, all right, you got to go get him, you know, and, and, and he it, should, do, you know, get it done. No doubt. But if, if it unfolds, how I have it in my head, he will be a little scary at the top of the stretch. I, I, I'm with you. I don't think he'll have enough of a lead to get him, but it will be a little scary, especially if Forte's been a little wide, been a little softened up by whatever, bad trip, whatever. It might get a little scary. And they're off in the Arkansas Derby. All right, let's go to Oaklawn Park on Saturday for race 12. The Arkansas Derby, grade one, worth $1.25 million for three-year-olds going to mile and eighth as well. Kentucky Derby, 140, 30, 20, 10 for your top five finishers and field of 11 here, Halterman. And you know what? This to me, I looked at this race. Reincarnate is your five to two favorite, three to one on Red Route One, uh, nine to two on Angel of Empire. I don't know that this is the, as far as like quality, Rocket Can is four to one. As far as quality is like, the best race like i feel like we're gonna find out a lot about some of these horses here but i from a depth standpoint this is a really solid race and one of the more one of the deeper preps we've had so far yeah i i i don't really know what's gonna happen in this one it does have a feel of one of those races where they could all just kind of be a little average or above average or one could jump up and really make uh, you know, a nice progression. You can make a lot of cation, a lot of, uh, a lot of, uh, I was trying to say there are a lot of arguments for a few of these to kind of you know, make that next step up the ladder. End of the day though, I think we're going to watch this race and go, okay, a couple of these are okay, but none of them are like superstars. I really feel like that's what's going to happen. So with that being said, for the first time in his career, I'm picking Red Route 1 to win a race. I'm going number 10, Red Route 1. All right, here's the reasoning. I, I, I think it's now is the time to play him, obviously. Um, a lot of pace in the race. I, I do think there'll be pace with Harlow Cap and Two Eagles River. I think you're going to see pace. I love the jockey change back to Tyler Gaffleone. If you look at how this horse ran the last time Gaffleone was aboard, he sat a lot closer. I'm not saying he was on the lead, but he was only a couple of links behind in that Kentucky Jockey Club. 
And then he got stopped four or five times or he probably would have won that race. Then after that, we're 19 links out of it. And, and I just think getting Gaffleyon back, adding the blinkers, Aspusen right after the Rebel said, we've got to get him closer, period. And if he's not good going doing that, then at least we know what we got. But he's never going to win from where he's at. we got to get him closer. I think they've taken a lot of steps to try it. I think with Gaffley on a board, that was the tipping point. I'm going to give Red Route 1 a shot in this one. Boy. Boy, look at you. Here's the problem with picking him, in my opinion, is the odds are way too low to play him at three to one. Like, yeah. I I understand why you're picking him, just if you just looked at just nothing else other than if they can win. But from a value, I mean, this horse has been 10 to one, 15 to one, nine to one, was three to one the street since loss. Um, but, you know, it's been large prices and, and obviously hadn't got the job done. And now you're getting three to one on him um, for his toughest race of his career so i i, I think um for those reasons that's why I'm, I'm playing against him i do like the fact that tgaf is here versus like he was kind of the regular rider for cycle mischief um, of course he is riding some others on the on the uh, card as well but uh i do like the fact that he is he's back aboard red route one um i want to ask you about before i get kind of go into this race more like the other Asmussen horse, number three, Harlow Cap. This is a horse that we talked a lot about in the Riz of Star because he was kind of like the first Baffert horse that got switched to a different trainer and, uh, you know, kind of showed up unexpectedly. Of course, didn't run great. Ran maybe better than it looked. But I have, like, what's ha- like what do you think is the deal with this guy? Because I'm, I wanted to kind of get serious about him. He's had one work. One work since that race, since the fairgrounds race. And mm-hmm. that's so not Asmussen, right? Mm-hmm. That's the opposite of Asmussen's. So one, why is he in the race? And two, why is he not working out? I don't know the answer to number two. Uh, I thought that was very odd as well. That's that's like you said, it's very un-Asmussen-like. The answer to number one, it's almost Easter, Jared. I really think this is the rabbit for Red Rock 1. <laughs> I do. I do. I, oh, they're shoddy with it too. I, I feel like he put this horse in knowing if there isn't any speed, we're going to speed it up. That's my best guess. I mean, it, he, it's not like he doesn't make sense in this race. I, I get it. I, I get why you take another shot with him. This is not a bad spot to do it. I think end of the day though, this is a, a horse that's been entered as a rabbit to try to speed up that pace for red route one. All right, so you've got, and I kind of agree with you. I, I do think here. Here's my thoughts on reincarnate. He's not fast enough. Um, you know, we we've talked about this before. This horse was sixteen to one in the sham. Yes, he won, but a Bob Baffert is sixteen to one. Like, kind of shows you what they thought going into the race. Um, in the Rebel, I thought he ran well, all things considered. But his strongest attribute being fast early he couldn't do in the race now the concern is maybe that was sloppy and then he just didn't like it but i i'm concerned that they're gonna make sure like all no matter what you're getting him on the lead or close to the lead which is going to ensue a very fast pace because like you said i think there's several in here that are going to want to do something similar harlow cap being one two goes river I think is going to be very close, if not on the on the lead. So I, I you know, Rocket Can likes to be somewhat poorly placed, um, and I also think Bourbon Bash is going to be. I don't know if he's he's not going to be on the lead, but he's going to be in that 
second tier there, um, drawing the rail, I would assume. I just think that this is going to have a lot of pace and reincarnate is going to, I just don't know. I just don't think, I think we learned a little bit about him last time that he's not quite fast enough to, uh, to do his biggest weapon, which is to go out. I didn't know what he was coming into the rebel. I don't know what he is even further after the rebel. That's the thing. I, I really don't know what he'll do. I, in my mind, it's a favorite. I'm going to try to be with a couple of other horses. I'm not going to put him in the top two. I may not even put him in the top three, you know, maybe underneath in a super or something. I, I just, my gut tells me he's not that good. And I, that's, that's all I can go on because his, his races are so like, you're just unsure what they really meant that you can't wrap your head around him very much. And again, you know, the race he won, there were other Bafferts in there that just got pounded. And this one, like you said, at 16 to 1 wins, you just hardly ever see that happen uh, for a stakes race. Right. And then next out, it's like, all right, well, Rebel, one way or the other, we're going to learn about him. You didn't learn shit about him. So, well, I think about what you did learn is he'll try, right? Like, he had no reason to really get up for third, knowing the trips that he usually gets versus what he got. So, he did try. And I'll give him credit for that. And maybe he's just the third place type horse in here. Wouldn't shock me. I wouldn't be totally shocked if he wins, but I can't support him at the price. I, I just can't. No. Last year, Yak Team brought in Doppelganger um, for this race, and he did not run super great uh, that day either. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, the price alone is enough to kind of get you off of him, in my opinion. Like, how can I sit there and take a lower price than he was in the Rebel where he got kind of blasted, right? You know, like he just wasn't very good i mean he i get it like i'm gonna give him credit i thought he he ran better than a lot of these horses would and given his trip and how he was so slow early in the slop and all those factors but you know i'm not gonna sit there and suck down five to two on a horse um saw someone say the morning line should have more respect for how about angel of empire nine to two the risen star winner comes into this race uh bypassing the floor or the uh fairground circuit and back to, you know, this horse was second in the Smarty Jones earlier this year to Victory Formation, came in, got second, then from there went and won the Risen Star at a big price at 13 to 1 in the Risen Star. And now he shows up here. He, to me, is a horse that, I and I'll say it for me personally, I could be sleeping on. And I'm I nervous love I am. I love him. I, I think he makes a ton of sense in here. He's the other one I really want out of this race. I thought, you know, you went back and watched his first race here at Oakland, just was chasing a horse with no pace, no big deal, still ran on okay. Ran really good last time out, obviously, to get that win at Fairgrounds. I like him in this spot. The one thing that, and I don't know, so with the way that trainers face horses, it could just be a little bit more than that than anything, but why would you leave Fairgrounds? It seems like he may have been trying to run away from instant coffee a little bit. I don't know if that's the case or not. Maybe they just like the spacing of this a little bit more, but that's kind of the one. Uh, yeah, well, there you go, Dennis. You're right about it. It does seem like he's kind of dodging a bit. But you look at this race, and it's like, shit, he can beat these horses. So I, I do like Angel of Empire here as well. All right. I, I'm i going to let's go ahead and lay this out here, um, who my top pick in this race is. And uh, I, I'm expecting some backlash. But I listen, I looked at this race. And let me get like I I think Rocket Can to me is the most logical winner that I really if I'm just going to play a pri not play any price, um I think you know that being that he's a four you know got second to Forte and I thought it was a pretty decent for uh, second uh, last time out I don't like reincarnate 
I don't think Red Route One can win. I'm just not a. I think he's a good horse. I think he's like key him in second and third. I just, yep. especially at that price, I certainly can't. Angel Empire, I kind of mentioned who I, what I think of him. I think he he's possible. I might be sleeping on him a bit. I went with the one for Dwayne Lucas Bourbon Bash. Okay, now hear me out. Hear me out. This horse, if you go, go you need to go watch the Rebel again and watch his trip. This he ran a sneaky good race, all things considered. In the first turn, just got smoked, got nailed, went like almost hit the outside rail. Um, gets a drastically, and you have to agree with this, drastically improved jockey than who he's been right, who's been riding him. He gets Gutierrez, um, who is a very good jockey at Oakland. And, you know, he hasn't really rode with, with D Wayne a lot, but I think the fact that he gets him, I think he's going to be a little more aggressive. You know, we saw he got in that position. He was well, way wide. Then he actually made a run in the top of, in the top of the stretch, <laughs> made a run, uh, and then just, you know, got tired late. But, you know, you look back at the effort before with Gun Pilot finished second. I think he can be sneaky in here. Um, and all, I mean, really doesn't, if he, he draws the rail, he's going to, I think he's going to need to be forwardly, a little bit forwardly placed. So if with a little bit more aggressive ride, I like the fact that we're going to get a huge price on him here. And I just, bottom line, don't like much in here. So um, it seems like that kind of race that D Wayne could win considering like, I don't love any of the top uh, horses. So let's hear it. Bourbon bash. That's my pick. Um, <laughs> I I don't think he's going to win the race. I liked him a little bit underneath in the Rebel. Uh, I thought he ran okay. He also caused some issues in the Rebel as well. He was a little bit wild. He's definitely one that's trying to figure it out. He's definitely one that, you know, like, he's getting better. I'll give you that. Um, I would be surprised if if you hit this uh, if you hit this one. I would be surprised. I think that I, I, I think that he obviously like he's fifteen to one on the morning line for a reason. He was seventy seven to one in the rebel. Like he's going. I think he'll be obviously lower than seventy seven to one here, but he's going to be every bit of twenty one. And there's a reason why. So I'm, I understand that I'm taking a leap on him. Um, I, I just don't know that we've seen what he can do really yet i agree and and lucas you know with these lucas horses he kind of just runs and runs and runs them and then finally they either whip into shape or they just fall apart completely yeah um he seems to be more of on the he's whipping into shape a little bit right because i mean you you look at like secret oath last year for example she was nothing until she got to oakland so she wasn't running well at all and then all of a sudden man she, she turned it on uh, and, and the way she went. And so I don't think Bourbon Bash is going to do that, but I, I don't absolutely hate it. Um, he's been around these horses before. Uh, he just hasn't been able to finish the job. The jockey upgrade is significant without any doubt. That's a, that's a good pickup there for D Wayne. Uh, like I said, I'll be surprised if you cash this one, but I, I can't <laughs> sit here and say it's the worst pick of all time. Um, I just don't think this one, he, this one just hasn't done enough to be, to project a Arkansas Derby victory. No, I think it's like, again, I, I just don't, I think Rocky can, I, I just not a big believer in, although I do think he's logical horse to win. 
Angel of Empire is the horse. If, I, if you can get 92, I might be playing him. But definitely against Reincarnate and uh, Red Route 1 on top, just based off of their prices alone. So, you know, I'm taking the leap here. And I think Bourbon Batch, at the very least, I'd I, I think you, I'd like to play him um, underneath, uh, maybe across the board if you're one of those kind of betters and, and see if you can get a little lucky. Because, you know, one thing, like you said, it, D Wayne's going to just keep firing away. Like yeah. if he doesn't win here, he'll probably be in the Preakness. You know, yeah. he'll just he'll just keep showing up uh, with these horses. So you know, that's the thing. And like you said, like that's why D Wayne wins at big prices sometimes because these horses don't often look like they make much sense, and then all of a sudden, there they are. He he has a way of getting them super fit by racing them a ton, but he also has a way of getting them super tired by racing yeah. them a ton. So you're right when he gets one that's good. It's about hitting that window where they really run really, really well. And this it fall window off hasn't came yet. I'm pegging the window this weekend. All right. I got number one, Bourbon Bash. Halterman's going with uh, number 10, Red Route 1. Uh, I don't know what, as far as the betting Bible goes, that will that race will be included in there. And I don't know yeah. for sure. I haven't quite decided how I'm going to play that race. Um Betting him to win obviously makes a huge amount of sense just off his price, but it would be a very low win bet. Um, the more I like, the more I look at it, the more I like Angel of Empire. Um, <laughs> I knew someone would say that. I knew. I <laughs> as soon as I said pegging, I thought, oh, great. <laughs> What's up, guys? JerryWaltzRacingDudes.com. Have you ever cashed a huge bet and thought, man, I wish I had a t-shirt to commemorate this victory? Now you do. That's right. Maybe you cashed in on a mutter. His father was a mutter. His father was a mutter. His mother was a mutter. His mother was a mutter. What did I just say? Look at that. A mutter. You got that. This is the apparel you've been waiting for. It's finally here, OG Handicappers. That's OGHandicappers.com. This is the face of horse racing apparel. It's not only horse racing, they've got golf, they've got lifestyle, casinos, cigars, bedding, you name it. It features all your favorite. Look at that. So you cashed it on the front runner. Of course, it went gate to wire. Now, you know what? I need a t shirt for this. Boom. You've got it, OG Handicappers. OG Handicappers has a vibe for everyone, and they even now have ladies' apparel. I'm thinking about getting some ladies' apparel for the, you know, for the Tinder girls. Let's bring them over. Here's a shirt for you. All right, OGHandicappers.com. Look at this. Get the uh, exact. Maybe yeah, cash it on a huge exacta. You know what? Need one. Or maybe you're the best, the favorite of the family. Grade one bread. That's it. That's what you need. Follow them on IG, Facebook, and Twitter. Go to their store at OGHandicappers.com. Get yours today. Use promo code DUDES, D-U-D-E-S, at checkout for a 10% discount. That's OGHandicappers.com. Go get it. They're off in the Gulfstream Park Oaks. All right, let's go back to Gulfstream Park on Saturday for the Gulfstream Park Oaks. This is a grade two with 250K going to mile 16 for three-year-old fillies. Field of eight lines up here, and you've got, I mean, you've got two pletchers, I think, that you've got to make a decision on here. And I, it's between, for me, it was between, trying to decide between Miracle and Atomically. And, you know, we saw both of those horses last time out not win, but which one maybe oppressed you the most to kind of move forward? Do you think they can get it done this time? 
No, give me Miracle here. I like that Irad Ortiz Jr. gets aboard. I like that the horse looks like a lone speed in this spot. And I like the way she ran last time out at Fairgrounds, man. She almost stole that thing. Got passed late by a horse that I still like. Pretty mischievous. So give me Miracle again in the spot. Um, I hate this race overall. Uh, I, I'm going to go very deep in this race. I think it go a lot of different ways. Um I just think Miracle might get the trip, and I, I thought it was a. It, you just had to really note that hey, Irad's getting aboard. That's a really good sign. Yeah, I I kind of ultimately end up going that same route as well with uh, <clears throat> with Miracle. I you know I know pretty mischievous lost last time uh, last weekend, but you know she she I think she got a little tired, a little bored, and then just got caught by a kind of a freak performance there. She ran a pretty good race, really, um, I, and I do think she's a good horse. So getting second to her and a close second in the Rachel Alexander for Miracle at a big price that day at 13 to 1, I think, is uh, is is worth something there. And, you know, and atomically is, I don't know, like in the Ford Gal, like she she wasn't great. Um, she She hasn't been really close to winning lately, you know, since being with Pletcher. So that to me is a little bit of a concern. Uh, is there anyone else you're looking at uh, that you like, or do you, is it, is it between really, like I said, the two, the two Pletchers? I mean, I thought about Darth Vader for a second, but it, it was kind of a situation of, well, I didn't bet that horse at a huge price. I'm not going to do it here. But, but I did think that horse ran extremely well last time out. Thought about her. I uh, thought about Infinite Diamond, a horse I think will bounce back and run a little bit better this time around. But, uh, I mean, there's a few. I, I like Miracle a lot more than Atomically. Um, I don't know. I just I don't know how good she really is. So there's a lot I looked at. End of the day, I just thought Miracle would get the best trip out of all of them. Um, Dennis, I do like that idea as far as that, how I'd play that horse. I don't know if I'd play a ladder, but I do like the, like an exacta box, um, kind of situation. I know Alterman loves playing exacta boxes, but, uh, in the case where you have a, a price or two, um, I, I do like that idea. I'm with you. I like miracle in the, uh, in this Gulfstream park Oaks. I think she's, she's, hmm. he, he, he doesn't type, right? So he uses everything's no. voice. It's like, yes. And, and you know, and, and the, it's so funny, both my boys, they, they do that and they're like, you know, Siri has a hard time sometimes understanding what they're saying. Right. <laughs> so yes. It's like, yes. Wendy, and just yelling louder and louder. <laughs> uh, okay. Thank there you. it is. We got it. Yeah. Uh, I'm with you. I like number five, Miracle here. I think the pace alone is enough for me to get, uh, to get behind her. Do you think, is there anything like that she could do to make, I mean, like, do you think she's Oaks worthy? Yeah, it's her second race as a three-year-old. Um, back-to-back going long. I, maybe. I mean, I no would probably be like the smarter answer, but this is an Oaks that's pretty wide open right now. So possibly, yes. <laughs> uh, Shoddy says, Darth Vader, I don't believe there will be a funeral. That's... That's uh, that's dicey. You got forty six to one on her that day in the Devona Dell, and now you're getting four to one here on Dorothy Bader. That's the issue for me. The good news, if you're shoddy, is yeah, she heard won it. like a one to nine shot, right? A lot of times those forty six to one shots win, and it's it's like, well, you can explain it. There was a pace meltdown, or they let her get loose on the lead. Now she just won like a horse that was supposed to be one to nine. So 
That's yeah. the good news. And they're off in the fantasy. All right, let's go uh, back to Oakland Park for the last one here. Race 10, the fantasy stakes. Of course, this is prior to the Arkansas Derby. Grade 3, 600K. Phillies 3 year olds going to mile 16th. Another Oaks prep race. Goldstream Park Oaks. Oaks and, and this one are both Oaks prep races. 140, 30, 20, 10 for your top five finishers. Field of 10 lines up here. And uh, we mentioned uh, the fact that you've got I think this is an interesting race because I think there's a few in here. You know, T Gaff, I mentioned he's got some other, he's got riding grand love at a nice price at eight to one, five to two on she's looking lucky. And the big one here, I think, is wet paint, Pratt, Brad Cox, eight to five, morning line favorite, Royal Spalls at four to one. Uh, are you going wet paint here? Yeah, I can't get off wet paint. I mean, I, she's been really, really good to me the last two races, backed her pretty heavy and she came through. I am a bit concerned that, you know, she does have three races on, on the dirt and they were three wins, but they were all three over wet tracks. So track should be dry Saturday. They finally have good weather down in Arkansas for this one. So maybe she's not quite as uh, sharp on a dry track, but uh, I'm going to stick with her one more time. I, I'll, I'll ride her till she bucks me off. And I, I just feel like we've seen this before. She's beat all these horses or at least a lot of them before. So give me wet paint one more time. Yeah, I, uh, I I think from a standpoint of likely winner, um, I think she's going to be tough. I I went with an oldie, but I went, I'm kind of going back to the uh, to the board here, and I'm, I'm wondering what we're going to see. But I'm going number two, Grand Love, and I'm, I know you're done with that horse, but <laughs> apparently I'm glutton for punishment. You know, this horse came off the layoff, Breeders' Cup Juvenile, um, came off of that into the honeybee like you mentioned that same race with wet paint uh finished third no it was a, it was a nice i thought it was a nice effort off the bench um but again ran sloppy conditions you know she did struggle those last two going in and they went straight straight from main special weight to the pocahontas to the juke breeders cup to the honeybee i mean this horse has been um getting tested over and over but obviously asperson keeps throwing her in these races thinking that he's she's gonna figure it out at some point i like the fact that she's got plenty of speed i think she's gonna be the pace of this race and Tegaff jumps aboard, who who does really well with Steve Asmussen. I think we're going to see a really big effort from her. Is it going to be good enough to win? I mean, we'll find out if she, maybe she just isn't quite good enough. But I feel like that number is is approaching to where she can win um, with just a continually uh, increased fire if she can make makes that next step up. So I think she's in here without a shot, uh, or with a shot, I should say. Uh, number two, Grand Love for me at eight to one. That's who I have in second. I, I thought the horse ran okay first off the bench. I think second off the bench will will improve. Uh, I, I don't know. A lot of pace, but she looks like the fastest of those horses. So maybe she gets out to the front and kind of runs away with it. I mean, wet paint, going to need some pace. We know that. So uh, if yeah. Grand Love can get out uh, far enough ahead, maybe she can take it the rest of the way. You know that she's a she's a frustrating horse too because you know obviously the the expectations were very high for her from you know she goes and runs at I remember that vividly when she won, won that um, main special weight at Saratoga she looked awesome she got a yeah. huge buyer that day or an eighty four that's obviously why they jumped her right into um, stakes competition she's she's gun runner horse you would think she would want to go long all day and and she really hasn't you know since going you know, two turns she hasn't really quite done it so. Maybe she ends up going back to one turn where she can, you know, should be a little bit better. But she got an 84 buyer for that debut, um, which is higher than anything wet paints ever got, you know. And so if she can get back to that kind of effort, 
I think she's in here with with a, with, with a big shot. Because the other thing with Wet Pain is like while she's been good, she's not really like her last two efforts were just like this like she ran very similar races like i don't know she might just be what she is right and i don't think that's a bad thing but i think a, a big effort from one of these horses could get her could beat her um so that's why i got number two grand love yep Whoa, oh, he hates that pick hate it no I, I thought you might pick lucas in that one <laughs> i'm not i'm not that crazy now i'll say this if lucas goes and wins that race with uh take charge brianna I'm instantly getting off of the one. Like I'm not. I, he's not going to win both of them. It's a really good call. Really good call. He won't so, win both. So I'll be rooting against her here, um, and hopefully she, he doesn't. But I mean, I don't know. That last race was not bad by her, um, but still. Yeah. No thanks. <laughs> all right, that's all the time we have. Check us out at racedudes.com for our free picks and our premium selections on our products page. Click the Get Race Dudes Premium button at the menu at racedudes.com to learn more. Remember, go check out the Florida Derby Day Betting Bible. It's now available for sale. We're still working on that with uh, us as well as our team of handicappers at RacingDudes.com. With this uh, betting Bible, you get pretty much everything you need to bet the entire Florida Derby card, all 14 races. And then you're also going to get the Arkansas Derby as well. Exact bets that Halterman and I will be betting individually from the entire card, as well as pick four and pick five tickets, pace analysis, how we think each race is going to unfold a little bit from the pace standpoint, ROIs included. So if you've got an idea of how we've been doing, we've only had one week under our belts. Struggled a little bit, I would say. I did well starting on the first half of the card. It was really good, and then I kind of uh, faltered late. Um, but you haven't, I mean, we're very transparent. You can see how we've done. Then we have top four consensus picks from the whole, whole team at racingdudes.com included in that as well it's now available make sure you go get your hands on that all right um final thoughts halterman yeah it's 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 a really interesting uh weekend we're gonna have the you would think the favorite for the kentucky derby will make his final prep here let's just see you know it's it's, it's a race even from the 11 hole he shouldn't have a lot of excuses so Big weekend that down in Florida and a big weekend in Arkansas and one, another one of those, you know, what it seems like countless this year, will someone step up and be better than just average type of races? And we're going to find out. Yeah, we got two weeks really of uh, of these horses uh, looking to make their final case, right? Uh, of mm -hmm. what they are and, you know, who's going to get in, who's not going to get in. Um, it's, you know, Forte obviously – the way I see this unfolding, Forte is going to win. That's I'm, I'm going to have my pick in, and then really, other than I, I'll, I'll say the Bluegrass because I guess if Tappet tries, were to really look impressive, or um, you know, Santee Derby obviously is a huge. You know, what there's a bunch in there. I feel like that could make a huge stand. Um, so those are really the two ones past Forte, but really, I think it's uh, they're all going to have their work cut out for them if Forte runs. Like I think he will. Um, by the way, speaking of Forte, if you want to see who the Magic Mike show likes, you're coming up in our little over an hour. Uh, they're gonna they did the Gulfstream Park. They're gonna be doing the Gulfstream Park um, Saturday late pick five preview. So make sure you stay tuned for the Magic Mike show. See what crazy horses they might throw in to try to beat Forte. Who are they playing in the Gulfstream Park Oaks? All those good ones on that final uh, late pick five. So make sure you stay tuned for that um yeah i gotta say 
Great job, Coop. This has yes, been a very two, good. this is well last week we wasn't here, but yeah. The last two shows he was on, he's a mouse. And today he was actually in the room, which is even more impressive. Mm-hmm. He's been very good. good job, very Coop. good. He deserves a star. You get a, you get a star. <laughs> uh he's not happy with you right now, actually, Halterman. He's he's a little upset. What did I do? Well, the other day, yesterday, I was I didn't I was, you know, you and I were talking on the phone, right? And I yeah. was heading to get Cohen. And I got a miss. I didn't know it. I didn't see it. I but I, he apparently Cooper tried to FaceTime me. And no, you tried to call me. And when I got there, he's like, Why didn't you answer? And I was like, Oh, I didn't see it. I was talking to Aaron. He's like, I don't care. Well, to be fair, that's not my fault. It's your fault. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. That's your fault. Um, yeah, everyone's giving you A's, dude. You did a great job, Cooper. All right. Yep. Everyone's applauding. Everyone's saying, great job, Cooper. Woohoo. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Jared Welch. He's Aaron Halterman. What's your name? there sir huh poopy poopy well poopy thanks to then <laughs> good luck this weekend racingdudes.com for all of your needs racingdudes.com for all of your leads racingdudes.com for all of your bets racingdudes.com as good as it gets racingdudes.com for all of your needs racingdudes.com for all of your leads racingdudes.com for all of your bets racingdudes.com as good as it gets <laughs> RacingDudes.com is your home for the best free picks for every race, every track across the country. We're ramping up for the 2023 Kentucky Derby, and we want you to join us in the fun. Subscribe to Racing Dudes' YouTube channel, like click the notification bell so you never miss a single video. Want to make money betting horses? Bet with the Racing Dudes.